Welcome to the Mess to Success podcast. My name is Jordan and I am a life and empowerment coach for creative women who are ready for more and want the tools and support to get there. This podcast shares the no BS reality of building the life of your dreams. Whether it's gaining clarity on your purpose, setting and achieving huge goals, showing up with authenticity and flow, or building the confidence to unleash your power onto the world, on this podcast, we share it all. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as we embark on this journey together. This is the Mess to Success Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Mess to Success Podcast. I am your host, Jordan, and thank you so much for joining me for another podcasting episode. I am so grateful to have you here. So thank you so much, whether you are a first-time listener or you listen to every single episode. Nonetheless, I appreciate you so much, and I am so grateful that I get to have this platform. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the episode today. So before we jump in, I've just got a few exciting things that I wanted to chat to you guys about. So first things first, I am hosting a free training. That's right, guys. I am doing something that I have never done before. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. But thinking positively, I think it's going to be a bloody great training. So I will be hosting a completely free training on how to get clarity, set a vision and create goals that are going to get you towards that vision. Because something that I've noticed is a lot of people like, you know, they have, they know that they're cut out for something big or like they might know that they're you know meant for something bigger in life they're meant to do great things but they just have no idea what that is so that is what we'll be doing in this workshop slash training so it's going to be a 40 minute zoom training on monday the 2nd of may at 6 p.m aest so yeah it's just going to be a 40 minute training we're going to go over how you can find clarity on what it is that you truly want like what your, I mean, it's a 40 minute training. So I'm not going to say like, find your purpose, but like you will get clarity on, you know, the sort of things that you want in your life. Then you are going to create a vision where we're going to do it together. And then we are going to set some goals to get there. It's going to be an awesome training and I'm so excited for it. So if you want to get serious about achieving your goals, if you're sick of procrastinating, if you're sick of waiting for the right moment, then do not wait any longer. The link to register for that training will be linked down below. And just before we jump into the content, Content of the pod. I am so close to releasing my one-on-one coaching spaces. However, they are going to be extremely limited when they do go live. So I will be doing a, um, it's my three month signature life and empowerment coaching package. So basically this is a three month all rounder package where you're going to get really clear on your purpose. We're going to, you know, clear any blockages, any energetic leaks, any, you know, limiting beliefs or shadow work that needs to be cleared so that you can show up with complete confidence, authenticity, and go after what it is that you really want. We're going to set goals. We're going to, and also you're going to get accountability because that is the biggest thing is that accountability piece. Also my neighbor, I think they are literally doing the entirety of their yard work right now. I'm pretty sure they're mowing, they're whippersnippering and whatnot. So if you hear background noises, I apologize, but right now is the only time I have to record. So we're really, we're just going to have to deal with it. So I hope it's not too bad. As I was saying, if you think that you, if you think that sounds like a fit for you, then join the wait list. Spaces are extremely limited. So if you're interested, join the wait list. There's no pressure to join um, by joining the wait list. The wait list purely just lets you know when everything goes live. Okay, we're back. So I, I did just take a quick break because the noises coming from next door were so annoying. I was like, I'm not going to do that to you guys. So I took a quick break, but we're back now. We're ready to record. So today's topic is 
a really good one. And it's one that I've wanted to tackle more in depth for a while because it's something that's very close to my heart because it's something that I myself struggle with this. Um, And that is fear of failure. And it's something that is like, it's quite common. I found like I notice like when I'm having conversations with a lot of people, especially, you know, um, I don't, I'm not going to say it's a generational thing, but I just, I've noticed like a lot of Gen Z, we are so afraid of failure and we're afraid of people seeing our failure. And so because I've dealt with this a lot in the past myself, I really wanted to talk about it today because I've seen it and I've seen how it can become a pattern and how that pattern actually stops us from taking action. And, you know, being that I felt it myself, it's so immobilizing. It's such an awful feeling and it really can keep you feeling so trapped, so small. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, So what is a fear of failure? Well, a fear of failure, like, so everyone has a different definition or benchmark of what failure is. So what one one person might consider a failure, another person could consider a lesson or a learning opportunity. And obviously failure is on a spectrum. So, you know, there is different levels of failure. There is like, you know, failing something at school or there is, you know, accidentally saying the wrong thing. There is, you know, making a mistake at work. Like there's lots and lots of different levels of failure with varying degrees of consequences. So a lot of people are afraid of failure and to some degree that is completely normal. But when it starts to get concerning is when it stops you from taking action, it stops you from achieving your goals or stepping outside of your comfort zone. So you might feel like you're not good enough or that you'll disappoint the people in your life. And It's more than being a little nervous to fail at a task because that's completely natural, of course. It's like an all-consuming worry that you won't measure up. So I'll give you an example for me. And that, I guess, is with this podcast. So I'm going to give you a real example here, guys. So as you probably know, um, if you listen to this podcast for a while, for like the first... I want to say 45 episodes of this podcast, I did not have a single guest on the podcast. And that's not because I was lazy or because I didn't think that guests would bring value or because I thought that my own words were so powerful that I didn't need a guest. Nope, that wasn't it at all. It was simply because I was afraid that if I asked people to come on this podcast, if I reached out to, you know, people that I admire, business owners, influencers, content creators, or just anyone... I was afraid that they were going to say no. So I avoided it altogether. And I kept myself safe by telling myself, oh no, you know, I just want to do a solo podcast. But in reality, it was that fear of failure. It was that fear of being rejected, of, you know, these people telling me no and my podcast not being successful. Or even worse, they come onto my podcast and they don't like it. And I'm a bad host. And it's a flop of a podcast. So these fears kept me from doing interviews for so long. And thankfully, I I am not in that place anymore. I absolutely love interviews. And just so you know, there is going to be some amazing interviews coming up on the pod um, because I've really worked through this. And I'm so excited by the prospect of doing that now. You know, I'm so excited messaging people, inviting them on. And if they say no, that's fine. At least I know, at least I know that, you know, it's not, it's not a good time for them. That's not a reflection of me. It's not a reflection of my podcast. It's just, it is the way it is. Um, so yeah, that's my own example, but I guess talking about some of the symptoms of fear of failure or what can happen when you fear failure. Um, so you might feel a bit of hopelessness about the future. You're like, Oh, what's the point? Like, it's probably going to fail anyway. Like me with my podcasting example, like, Oh, you know, 
who knows if this podcast will even do well. You know, I'm not doing guests because no one would want to come on this podcast, that kind of thing. Um, of course, worry. You're worried. You're stressed. Um, people pleasing tendencies. You're worried about what other people will think. You're scared of what people will think of you if you fail. And it, it becomes quite debilitating. Procrastination. Now, this this was me to a T. You know, you will procrastinate doing what you know needs to be done out of the fear of failing at that. And then, of course, avoidance. So <laughs> I guess the avoidance thing was probably more what I was doing last year with the podcast. But yeah, you just avoid it completely. Like, um, you just don't want a bar of it because you're just so consumed with worry that you're going to fail. Um, you're constantly distracted because you're not like focusing on what it is that you truly want. And you're just kind of allowing yourself to be distracted by other things because you have such a fear that you're going to fail that it's easier to be kind of knocked off course, if that makes sense. And then of course there can be physical symptoms with anything relating to stress. Um, there is a possibility of, of manifesting physical symptoms like fatigue, um, hair loss, uh, you know, there, there are a few symptoms that can coincide with stress. So what causes a fear of failure? Like is what, why do we fear failure so much? Well, there's a few different reasons why we might fear failure. So the first one is your past experiences, your childhood, how you were raised to look at failure. So when you think back on your childhood, were your parents really encouraging of you when you fail? Like, it's okay, get back up, you can do it. Like, don't worry about that, keep going. You know, and that would create a really positive um pattern around failure you know you're not afraid to fail because you're supported you feel supported you feel encouraged on the other hand maybe you could have had parents that were really really strict and had really high expectations and anything less than perfect was not good enough and was deemed a failure so if you got like a c in school that was deemed a failure and it was not good enough and you were the worst for doing that so those experiences in the way that you were raised can really affect how you see it today. And this is quite an unconscious thing. So you might not even realize that, you know, the way your parents responded to your failure as a child is actually affecting the way you feel about failure today. Um, So this creates limiting beliefs. When, When it's negative, it can create limiting beliefs like, I have to be perfect. I have to get everyone to like me. If I fail, I'm awful and no one will love me and I'm not worthy if I fail. Um, So those are a few of the beliefs that can come up. There's also, of course, bullying can cause a fear of failure. Like for example, let's say like you're at a talent show and you're going up on stage and you sing a song and you get just like the absolute shit torn out of you for singing this song and you get bullied. Like that could create a fear of failure because you're afraid of putting yourself out there again and exposing yourself to that kind of treatment. Um, So that that's a very common possibility. Um, Of course, trauma, trauma could um, create a fear of failure. You know, something that's happened in your past that um, didn't go the way it was meant to or something happened and that that could create a fear of failure today. And another example is that maybe there's something that you really, really wanted and you really, really tried at and you were so set on this one thing and it went horribly and it was a massive failure and it didn't go ahead. Um, So an example of this is like, let's say you're going for a job interview and you're just like, oh my God, this is the job for me. This is my dream job. You write like a custom cover letter, you deck out your resume, you get all, you buy a whole new outfit for the interview. You know, you're so confident going in, you know, you feel like, yes, this is the role for me. This is my dream role. This is perfect. And then you don't get the job. And now you're afraid of going out for jobs again. You're afraid of failing again because you had your hopes so highly set on this thing happening or this outcome happening. Um, and now your hopes have been dashed. And it's like, well, now I don't want to put myself out there again. I don't want to expose myself to this potentially happening again. So what happens when we fear failure? 
Well, first of all, there's no growth. If you're not failing, you're not growing because you're not learning lessons. You're going to stay in your comfort zone. You're not going to try new things. You're going to stay very well within the confines of your routine and what you're comfortable with, which, you know, as I just said, leads to no growth. You're going to stay stagnant. Um, Of course, there's self-sabotage. Like if you fear failure, you might actually unconsciously sabotage your own success because you're just so full of fear and you're just so unsure of yourself that it can result in self-sabotage of course there's procrastination like that's an obvious one like if you're afraid of failure you might procrastinate even doing the thing at all (laughs) um you might have anxiety around trying new things uh low self-esteem low self-confidence because you don't actually believe you'll be able to achieve your goals because you have a fear that at the end of the day you're not good enough or maybe you're not worthy of actually achieving these things which perpetuates this cycle of fear and then of course there's perfectionism you know if it's not perfect what's the point and I have to do everything to be completely perfect and um, if it's not perfect, then it's a failure, which is not true at all. But that 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 can happen when we do fear failure. Hey, girl, I just wanted to briefly interrupt this podcast episode to chat about you. Are you a procrastinator? Do you struggle to keep yourself accountable? Or maybe you have huge goals, but don't always follow through on them. Girl, I feel you. I was the exact same. I'd have all the hopes, all of the dreams, all of these big goals and ambitions. But when it came to crunch time, I didn't take action. I procrastinated. I got scared. I didn't commit. Or I'd lose momentum and start a new project. So if you felt that way, trust me, I feel you. I've been there. That was until I started investing in myself and got a coach. Until I had someone in my corner with my best interest at heart, cheering me along, keeping me accountable to my goals until I built the habits and the lifestyle that supports me as I strive to achieve what I want to achieve. Having a coach to keep you accountable is so powerful because we've got all the potential for greatness, but life gets in the way. We might have the best intention, but shit happens. We get busy and things don't turn out the way we hope. Investing in a coach is a surefire way to spring you towards your goals. Coaches not only encourage you, but challenge you to show up as your best self, follow up on the commitments you've made to yourself your career or your business if you're looking for someone to keep you accountable or you're looking for one-on-one support to reach your goals faster join the waitlist for my bloom and flourish one-on-one coaching package there's absolutely no pressure to sign up by joining the waitlist you'll just know when the spaces go live as the spaces are extremely limited so join the waitlist if it seems like a fit and you'll be notified when the spaces go live all right back to the podcast so the first thing that i want you to do when you consider fear of failure is actually shifting your perspective around failure because this is something that when I learned about this, it really was like, it really changed the game for me. Like it really, I was like, oh my God, of course, like that makes so much sense. And it really, really changed my perspective. So if you shift your mindset and perspective around failure, instead of viewing failure as a bad thing, you know, oh my God, I'm the worst. I can't believe I just did this. I suck. Instead of viewing it like that, why not view failure as a lesson? Because if you do something and you failed at it, that's a way better lesson than if you're just good at everything. Do you know what I mean? Like you're going to learn so much more from your own failure than you ever will from your successes because failure is probably like the greatest way to learn a lesson. And another thing to consider is the more times you fail, the more times you will succeed because you've got skin in the game. You're trying, you're taking action. So fail forward, you know, fail your way forward to success. Take your failures as a lesson. And once you fail, be like, okay, great. That didn't work. Or I learned that lesson now, or 
I didn't quite like that. That didn't go how I expected. I'm going to take that on board. I'm going to switch gears and I'm going to try again. And it can lead to further opportunity. And also failing can help you uncover your talents, your abilities, your likes, your dislikes. If you try something and you don't like it, that's not a failure. Now you know that you don't like it and you're not going to do it again. So like this could even be with like a business venture. Like let's say you start a business, you get six months into it and you decide, oh shit, this isn't working. I'm not sure if I like this. I'm going to have to throw in the towel. That's not a failure because you've learned. You've learned so much during that process. You've learned what you like, what you don't like. You've learned what works, what doesn't work. And it's such a great learning process. So now let's get more deeply into how to overcome a fear of failure, the juicier part of the episode, if you will. So as I said, shift your mindset and perspective around failure. Um, You know, failure doesn't have to be a negative thing. Failure can be a positive thing because you're learning. The next thing I want you to do is actually reflect around why you have a fear of failure and have an awareness around that. So why are you afraid of failure? What would happen if you failed? Or maybe even going back further into the past, what event happened in the past or what failure happened in the past that you remember feeling this absolute fear and these shitty feelings that made you never want to feel that again? When is the earliest instance that you remember feeling that way? What happened? Was it when you were a kid and you were doing show and tell and the teacher yelled at you? Was it when you were, you know, going to your first day of high school and you brought back your first test and you got to see and your parents said that wasn't good enough like when was it just do a little bit of reflection and think back on that and maybe now that you know you're not in that space anymore you can reframe that experience so using the test example you know let's say you have a memory of you failing a test and your parents screaming at you because you failed the test now that you're you know not in that moment how can you look back on yourself with empathy and grace because That's how I see it. If I think back on myself in one of those states, I would just want to give myself a cuddle, you know, because that's not a failure. That's, I mean, you might have failed a test, but in the scheme of things, like how insignificant is that failure really? So that's why it's really important to reflect and just gain some perspective. So of course, redefine failure as a learning opportunity, um, as I've already outlined. Um, And then also I want you to redefine what success is because Sometimes, and I myself get caught in this trap, we spend so much time trying not to fail that we forget to succeed. So redefine what success is to you. And then instead of mulling over your perceived shortcomings, all of the things that are wrong with you, all of the reasons why you're bound to fail or why why things aren't going to work out or why you're not worthy, remind yourself of how freaking incredible you are. Remind yourself of all that you've done, all that you've achieved, all of your positive traits, the reason why your family and friends love you. So write yourself a note of all of the amazing skills and attributes that you have and boost your self-esteem. Read it out loud in a mirror and talk about how amazing you are. It might feel like selfish or a bit egocentric or a bit weird, but sometimes we need to recognize our own value. You have so much to give. So write it all down on a piece of paper and remind yourself how freaking amazing you are. The next thing is kind of, Plan, not plan to fail, but factor it in into your um, mindset, if that makes sense. So if you did fail in this scenario, then what? What's the worst case scenario? What, what happens if you failed in this scenario? You pick yourself back up again and you try again. Or if, you know, 
you're worried that you're going to fail a certain thing, maybe to give yourself some comfort, you could think of a contingency plan. So if you fail, then what happens? All right, I've got this backup plan. I've got this. I've got this. I've got options, you know, because sometimes when we're going around the loop of fear or failure, we get so stuck in our own fear, so stuck in our own worry and our anxiety. And, you know, the thoughts are just racing a mile a minute that if we just step back and think about, okay, if I did fail, then what? Then what? I'll try again. I'll have a backup plan. I'll do it this way. I'll try this. You know, failure isn't always the worst thing in the world. And my last tip for um, overcoming a fear of failure is it actually comes down to your body and calming your mind and your body because um, a fear of failure feeds on your levels of stress and tension and anxiety. It really, really feeds on that. So if you're able to calm your nervous system, slow down your heart rate, have a moment of presence, you will be much better for it. I promise. It's all linked. It's all linked. So if you calm your mind, take some deep breaths, maybe do a bit of breath work, do a meditation to just calm yourself down, gain perspective, slow your heart rate and get that stress and worry under control. Because honestly, if you've not tried breathing when you're anxious, I highly, highly recommend it. I myself suffer from anxiety pretty regularly and breath work has been such a powerful tool for me because like there is nothing else that instantly helps me with anxiety that is actionable that I can do at any time, anywhere than breath work. Literally just sitting there, focusing on my breath, it slows down your nervous system and then you're able to think clearly and then you can make more informed decisions rather than making a decision from a place of complete stress and panic. That is what a fear of failure is, what happens when we fear failure and how to overcome a fear of failure. And I hope you found that to be valuable because, um, yeah, it's something that I myself have battled with. And I know a lot of us out there, you know, we might be dealing with perfectionism, imposter syndrome, and we just have this fear of failure. And honestly, something else that I'm not sure if this is like backed by science or anything. This is just my own observation. But I wonder if Generation Z are more susceptible to fearing failure because we've grown up on the internet. We've seen... um, everything on the internet, every, all of your failures are available on the internet. All of your successes are there on the internet. And when we fail, we're failing in front of an audience instead of like a few years ago. I don't know. This could just be me reaching, but it's just a theory that I have that the internet could be contributing to our fear of failure. And also, um, you know, cancel culture. We've seen, we've grown up watching people get canceled for things. So that could create anxiety and fear. And even if you've done nothing cancelable, even if you have no audience, we've still grown up being exposed to that. And we've grown up seeing the consequences of what happens when celebrities, public figures, influencers, content creators fail, which creates fear in us because we think, well, if they they failed and they got that response, what will happen when I fail? So yeah, that's just an observation that I've had. I'm not sure if it's true, but yeah, let me know what you think. Message me at Jordan K Creative to um, continue the discussion because I'd love to know your thoughts on this. Um, so yeah, moving on to the next portion of the podcast and that is guilty pleasure slash recommendation. So today I do not have a guilty pleasure for you. I actually have a recommendation and that is, it's a book. Hang on, I've got to go and get the book. I, I left it. I can't remember the name of it. Okay, I've got the book and it is called Exhausted to Energize by Dr. Libby Weaver. And holy crap, this is an amazing book. I have struggled with burnout and fatigue quite a bit in the last few years. And, you know, 
I would always kind of come out the other side of it and be like, okay, yeah, now I'm cured. Like now the burnout is gone. And then a couple months later, I would experience these feelings again and I could never understand why. And now that I'm reading this book, um, Exhausted to Energize, it's really giving me so much insight on why I'm feeling so fatigued and, you know, the effects. And it really goes into the science behind it, but not in like a super complex way. Like I'm not scientific brained at all, but she explains it in a way that's really easy to understand. I'm only like not even halfway through it, but I still wanted to recommend it because it's such a powerful read and it talks about, you know, the nutrients that we get in our bodies and how our food and how our diet and how all of that plays an effect on why you feel exhausted. So yeah, fantastic read, highly recommend. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and feel free to share this on Instagram or anything like that. It brings me so much joy when I see people sharing the podcast around Um, and it really helps out the podcast. So this is a completely independent podcast. I do everything myself from home. So if you enjoy it, then please share it around. Give me five stars. Tell a friend about it. I would muchly appreciate that. And if you feel called, join the training because it's going to be a bloody amazing training. Um, So yeah, everything will be linked below as always and have the best week. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh. I just realized that this episode is coming out on Good Friday. Oh, okay. Well, if you're listening in real time, happy Easter. I hope you all have the best Easter. And if you're listening in the future, then... I hope you're having a good day regardless. Okay, bye. Thanks for finishing another episode of the Mess to Success podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you followed or subscribed to the podcast and rated it five stars. Don't forget to tag me if you're listening or share this podcast with a friend who might like it. You can find me on social media at Jordan K Creative on Instagram and TikTok. And feel free to visit my website, jordankcreative.com, if you're looking for any of my free resources. You're absolutely incredible for listening, and I'll be back next Friday. Oh, 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 oh,